0: So yeah, hi guys. Welcome back to Tea Time with Ian. So just circling back to episode 1. I told you guys how excited I was for future episodes, especially for, you know, because I always envision Tea Time with Ian as, you know, just a podcast that you can listen to and, you know, pick new things um new things from like new passions that you've always been um curious about or something to learn something about some a topic that you know you want to learn about or are interested in learning learning about so I'm very excited because I told you guys that tea time with, with Ian will always be a solo pod but I'm I, I've always planned on having some of my amazing friends over to guest and talk about their passions and you know it's like um it's like learning from directly from the source and um, i've been putting it off for so long um i recorded a bunch of episodes about with, with just just me and frankly i just got bored talking to myself and decided to um yeah i think it's great time to have our first guest and i'm very excited for our first guest in this podcast she is um let's let's say let's give it a bit of mystery before she actually chimes in but um this person um she's she's my best friend batchmate from college from Ateneo um she's um so you know how uh, hosts um intro like speakers so i'll intro her like that so this person is taking up her master's degree in UPLB i forgot the the m the master's program specifically but it's real biology microbiology stuff so bless and um she is she's gorgeous that's a given we're um we're friends so we have to be both gorgeous um and she's honestly one of the best people that I've come to know from Ateneo in or life in general. So without further ado, um she'll be talking about, you know, life choices. And um when I say life choices, like how how what are the different ways that you can, you know, approach life? Like how how best to live it, or not really best, because you know we're not preachy up in here, but more like what options can you take to be a more um, how do I say this? A more, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, a more consensual. Is that a word? Like, basically, um, um, sensitive type of human being as you go through the world and understanding, you know, that, um no man is an island also okay this um intro is a bit long-winded so without just further ado i introduce you guys my best friend partner in crime ride or die um gel Toriano. so hi gel can you hear us
1: hi b (laughs) what an intro i cannot i was trying to not laugh
0: i'm so well i'm i all the truth all truths there. I mean, oh I, my
1: god, I'm dead.
0: I don't think you know you would you know on me with the gorgeous part because I'm pretty sure, you know that's a stop, given. Stop!
1: Stop! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs>
0: All right, so <laughs> <laughs> and so um so for those of you guys um those of you who don't know, siempre you won't know because you're not friends, check <laughs> But.
1: We're not your friends.
0: <laughs> but we can <laughs> be. Check But, uh, yung tawagan kasi namin ni Jal is B. Eh. So,
1: yeah,
0: I've always used the tawagan as B as in yung bubuyog. But, you know, sometimes it's different. Minsan yung letter lang. So, the etymology of our tawagan is, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, unknown even to us na nag use ng tawagan namin. But, hey, talking about B Should is...
1: Actually, B to me, like, Be the letter, and then I use it as a shortcut from babe. Oh, but then it gets spelled as bee. Yeah, like it's a shortened version, but then you also made it longer. So (laughs) yeah, I think it's how we
0: also we talk, we call each other using that. Yeah, like it's always the. Yeah, it's always the prolonged, B, what's up, B.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't even know where that came from. And this is the first time we're talking about that, addressing <laughs> that. It's All so right. funny.
0: Yeah, so this episode is actually gonna be about tawagan. Charot. <laughs> mga tawagan ng mga best friends. Pero, um, let's, um, we actually have a... Pretty cool topic. Sobrang hindi to scripted, by the way. Yeah, we didn't like super <laughs> not. Yeah, we Christ. didn't like spend We're going like off three the weeks.
1: Rails. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, this,
0: this is, is all free off the flow. top. Yeah, all of the top yeah. off the top of our heads. So I mean, you're it.
1: getting the raw raw right
0: now. <laughs> but yeah, so I invited Jel because the longest time that I've known Jel back in college. Um, is she's always been that friend that you go to for, you know, when, you know, that, that whole craze, I think everyone experienced or, um, uh, ex- rather went through in 2016 or 2015, you know, <laughs> the whole sustainability <laughs> movement, like zero waste and yes. all of that. Jell was the friend to go through <laughs> for, like, I remember there was this one Christmas that, during our uh, block Christmas party, I think Gel just gave us all metal straws. Metal
1: straws. Yes, yeah, that was I it. Did. So, um... That really was, like, an idea that <laughs> came about, like, midway through my journey. And I guess I'd, I'm just so glad that I influenced you in a way.
0: Yeah, so... <laughs> I- I'm glad as well I mean I still have that straw but so I just Yay. wanted to <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> but yeah so what we're gonna talk about is sustainable living you know as a way of life I would call it and you know and how it ties up because gel ja also t- talked to me one time about how sustainability can actually be linked to minimalism you know how in japan minimalism is such a big thing um and you know how it's trying to um starting to pick up in other cultures and other countries so we're gonna talk about that basically so gel um so i guess my first question to gel and for everyone i guess who has already thought about you know
1: yeah, I'm sure everyone's heard it. of it. It's a yeah, thing
0: <laughs> definitely. So, and personally I think even if you don't commit to it naman like whole whole of your life, yeah, way of life. Sure. There are for a sure. lot of things to do it, but Ikaw, Jal, I would ask you the first question, I guess. So, how <laughs> <What>? how did <laughs> okay, you good. get into the whole sustainability and, you know, zero waste lifestyle and so what what were your thoughts about it that made you decide na oh this is how you want to go through with life in general I guess how would you say that
1: Um I just think it's so funny because When we describe the lifestyle, it has so many, like, names that you could name it that it's almost abstract. Like, you can say eco-friendly, you can say sustainable living, you can say, oh, I'm an environmentalist, or, oh, this and that. But what does it really mean? Okay, or, oh, I'm eco-conscious, or something like that. But Mm -hmm. you just expect the person to understand it. And to me, like, those words are fine as long as they know exactly what you're talking about and your intentions with it are good yeah and and i'm also really happy that you mentioned about the 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 trend in 2015 to 2016 when it was a thing that everyone was suddenly into metal straws which is so ironic because really that's the first thing you focus on like metal straws of all things evil Yeah, but exactly. then I get it, it's because of the turtle video, which we, yeah. we all saw. We all I saw, saw that,
0: I, I really, so... I was distraught when I saw that turtle. Yeah. I was like, fuck the world that did yeah. this to this turtle. But I digress. So, um, Even for ahead.
1: me, that was a turning point. But right? then, I guess if I would have to really backtrack it, yeah. To when I was really conscious of what I was doing, I would probably say, I don't know, maybe high school? Because I don't really yeah. remember much what the hell else I was into in grade school. But <laughs> Yeah, in, same. In high school, I would just be so bothered by every year, there's like a list of things that you need to buy. Like, okay, you need to buy eight yeah. notebooks, you need to buy yeah. eight fillers, you need... All these new books, and then you need a ruler, it's the whole thing. And then I was just wondering, yeah. like, I mean, if everything can fit in one notebook, and you know how the school year ends, and you barely yeah. use the notebook, and you wrapped it yeah. all up, and you labeled it, it's just so wasteful. Like, I think it True. really came about through a realization that it's more than what is necessary. I mean, yeah, I especially knowing that some unfortunate children don't even have one notebook and you're here buying eight and not even filling it all up like where does it all go in the end right so even then i was kind of aware of it but i wasn't really in any position to do anything major about it because how old was i anyway but like the way i guess that i did something about it was you know those those papers um yeah. like those letters that the school gives you like a reply slip for all yeah. these things like yeah you know how some people don't even read those or they don't like <laughs> yeah, super... get them signed yeah so i would
0: just waste exactly them. like
1: i know my seatmates like mm-hmm. they're i know they're not gonna do anything with it so i just be like are, are you gonna read that are you gonna use that can you just give it to me because i'm gonna, i'm collecting paper now like i'm gonna yeah. just put them all together and write on it in the end, because I know that's just gonna go to your house and be nothing, you know. Exactly.
0: Well, that was nice. So, yeah that 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 was nice. That was like back in high school that you started that way, nah, Ganon.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just being surrounded by a lot of things and realizing yeah. that you don't need all of you don't need all of it.
0: Definitely, I I definitely relate, especially because I think everyone al- also had that um you know you ele- the elementary school start of school, back to school period uh, that everything
1: has to be new yeah, yeah. and
0: sh- of course um sh- we're speaking from a place of privilege as well because even though that yes. um, personally my experience was like that as well i think uh, like you um i have always yeah i'm I'm so guilty of that what you said na at the end of the year you have eight notebooks and what they're like 20% full but that's that's next school year bago na laman. and I that actually puts um na na put into perspective Rin, for me when you said that because yeah that was definitely me for six years and I didn't Honestly, real- be like yeah mm
1: I'm still like paying I'm still like paying for those sins like I am still exactly. unearthing or decluttering notebooks that I would find that I had yeah. since grade school, and I'm like, oh my goodness, there's so much notebooks here that I only wrote the first page on, and it was just yeah. like what colors
0: yeah. there was there were a lot of like it can't be just a notebook right I, I remember you always yeah. had to put like a name tag plastic cover yes, or stuff it. like that. And I I think about it now and oh my gosh. Cause because um quick fact, rin, um I'm trying at my house with my family I'm also trying to, you know, ease into sustainable living and all of that. Yeah, and um
1: It's a slow process.
0: Yeah and oh yeah,' kasi it's it's really surprising and uh there are really little Grievances that you you're continuously doing against the environment. Nah, it's so hard to pinpoint because you've you grew up with it, and yes. Ayun, so it's nice, Palab Um, that you got. but what what made you like oh what what was your eureka moment like, um, w- um, what what made you think that like, ah this isn't you know this isn't nice to do it's nice not nice to buy five notebooks that i will probably just use for the first 10 pages um what what was your turning point do you think or do you remember that
1: even by the end of high school i ended up just having you know those binders that just have yeah. like fillers they're not even <laughs> whole notebooks anymore like they're just yeah. fillers of like 50 pages towards the end but For my Eureka moment, I I don't think I have one. There wasn't really like, it didn't happen overnight. It was just something that cumulatively happened as I was consistently exposed to it. And it didn't make sense to me. Like, why? Like, of course, we're curious beings. And so we wonder, what is all this for if not to be used? Especially if they're just things, right? So it came out of like a frustration that it's just, something that you need to correct i mean mm. if you figure something out that isn't right or doesn't sit well with you or doesn't align with what you believe in you immediately correct it right or at least yeah. try to understand. let people know yeah, yeah. i mean because it's hard to do something if you don't believe in it that, i mean that. i can't just sit here and tell everyone listening like stop using like new papers start writing at the back of flyers i can't do that you have True. to believe in it to understand in it too like why and if Mm. if that is suddenly finally something that you agree with it will be so much easier to follow when you understand and agree with that kind of way of thinking wastefulness i mean honestly i feel like Mm -hmm. who who wants to waste anyway i mean who's a wasteful person by nature i mean i feel Mm. like when we were cavemen all we wanted (laughs) to do was take what was necessary from the earth right i mean I think it just all goes with consumerism and the surplus and we're not really thinking of it. Everything yeah. seems to be disposable. So we don't really think about it too much because things pass through us so quickly. Yeah. But once you think of it in a way that if you purchase something, especially like at our age, it's so nice to th- compare about like who we were in high school, mm-hmm. younger, a- Until now, like, finally, there's something that we can do or something more meaningful that we can do is when we purchase something, like, commit to it. It's Mm. your responsibility. Like, what are you going to do with it? Maximize it for its use. I mean, it sounds super utilitarian, but what else are things meant to be, right? I mean, that's all the purpose that they're meant to serve. So... For me, even when I buy something, I try to already visualize how I'm going to get rid of it responsibly. Like, you can't just throw out, let's say, um, you Mm -hmm. can't just throw out something as its form when you bought it. Like, you have to take it apart. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to take out the plastic parts, the electronic parts. You have to put it in the right place. Like, that's how it, I mean, for me, that's how it sits really well with me knowing that, in a way, hinatid mo siya to it to it being being able to be used again in its True. raw form. Yeah. Because if you throw something away, like what what can be an example? Mm, um, like a phone
0: or something like that. Um. Or yeah, like...
1: well, a phone is e waste, but something really complex. Like let's mm. say. Oh my god! I can't even think of any.
0: Actually, yeah. Just while you think about that, um, sobrang I feel ko I just had my Eureka moment as you were talking about it. Pero sure, <laughs> but yeah, I think That's the
1: point.
0: Yes. Okay. I hope everyone listening to the podcast also had that. <laughs> like, I hope we our minds sink a bit there. But back when you were talking about, you know, just generally, um, how the idea of wastefulness just really did it for you because, yeah, definitely. I mean. In terms of the things we use or the things we consume, I definitely think that seeing something as wasteful is the best, like, motivation to get into sustainable living because I don't think, even if you're rich or if you're poor or, you know, in between, I don't think being wasteful is something that is, that sits well with anyone regardless. Um, I guess, yeah, that's a good way to, um for me i think it's a good way to start looking at things so that you you know you can get into living more sustainably because yeah if you look at things in such a way that um what can i do to make most make the most out of this particular item i think that's already a great step to living sustainably because i think everyone naman i think everyone can can understand that sometimes you know how the notion of sustainability is you know parang how media has promoted as it has to be like yan borosilicate straws, metal straws, like parang what um like these products parang cause this is something that has always like made made me feel off with the whole sustainability um sustainability because it's
1: branded in a way yeah. that is like it. it's made to look pretty that's yeah. why you want to use it but like yeah. the point of it is not all that like it doesn't have to be yeah. made out of it doesn't have to be shiny and bamboo it doesn't yeah. have to be like the Glass. image you ha- like yeah. people have in their head is like Mason jars, canvas bags. And you know what? I have all of that. Like, I get it. But if you already have something like that at home, you can already use that instead. Like, you don't even really need to purchase more. You need to be replacing things more after you've used them. Like, for example, let's say I have toothpaste. Mm-hmm. I really hope to God everyone listening finishes their toothpaste till there's literally no toothpaste left. You know what the I tube? mean? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like, let's say you have shampoo, and then uh, towards the end, you're going to put water in it so Amen. that you can still yeah. get all this. All of that. Like yeah. That's how I feel you use it up to the max. like, yeah. And finally, of course, obviously, like recycling the bottle if you ever had to buy it in a bottle. Yeah. But I really get how... In the beginning, people can get so wrapped up in things because mm-hmm. some sometimes we can associate having a lot of things with security. Like yeah. we like to be surrounded by, mm-hmm. oh, look at my collection of this or look mm-hmm. at um whatever. And it brings us a sense of security. Like, oh, if I have this, if I have my stuff toy, whatever, yeah. I feel good. And if it's if that serves the purpose for you, like then it's important to you and it's meaningful, then sure you can keep it, but reevaluate everything you own really if it's doing anything for you or if it's just sitting there as something that you simply own Definitely. because otherwise it's something that other people can use or can be used for something else right especially mm-hmm. i mean obviously we're in a third world country and we're speaking in a place of yeah from a place privilege, of privilege yeah where Mm. we can actually talk about having so much excess right imagine complaining about having so much but i feel like it's just is it really meaningful i mean if you have all this stuff true. i mean things are meant to be used so Mm. once you get rid of all those things what space do you what space do you create like what type of things can you invite in now that you've gotten rid of material things you get you turn your attention to things that are more important like your family Definitely. your friends people and experiences also and all that yeah
0: and also i think gel like it's good that you mentioned that like the du- duality of things like being privileged and saying that oh this is excessive, versus living in a third world country where there are literally people who don't have anything at all that they can say that they have in excess, right for me, I think just you know just right off the top of my head, but I think sustainable living makes you also a more con- consen- like conscious person in terms yeah. of being towards other people because um if you understand that excess is something that. Uh or being wasteful is something that you don't want to you know live um be the um be the way that you live. It also helps other people because um champempre um you direct the direct effect would be like if you were to um donate the things that you have in excess, you would be able to
1: yeah.
0: reach it out to other people that would really need it that you um or indirectly you would be helping um communities because I'm sure like um if there are um initiatives like, you know, you mom metal straws and stuff like that because I know a lot of those um startups that um their um their like the income they they get that goes directly towards yeah. like communities or impoverished communities or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um so thinking about it, I guess, is being wasteful is more than just a slight against the environment more must um encompassing Sha in such a way that you know it's not just the environment you're slandering it's yeah um, <laughs>
1: exactly yeah
0: it's like a whole group uh, a whole group group of people who don't even have enough to consider that they have something in excess but
1: yeah it's really all about like the holistic approach to it it's not just about the environment it's also Mm -hmm. where you stand and how you relate to other people and your perspective towards them it's it's completely in relation all at all times in relation to Mm -hmm. others or other things so like what you mentioned about the donating that's like the number one thing that i have been super focused on because it's i mean yeah things can be recycled but if they can be used as their form now even better so it's really more about redirecting things that you have so they don't end up in the trash but they end up in the hands of someone who will find it meaningful or will treasure it more than you will like a shirt that you haven't worn in three years is probably a really good shirt to someone else you know yeah, definitely. And about okay. the straw, the straw thing is such a <laughs> the, hilarious gusto thing. Talaga, I, yeah,
0: I keep going back to <laughs> the straws. That's the, like, uh, it was a thing. It was a thing. All okay, right.
1: honest, I'm not I'm not at all angry at about that whole trend. Because <laughs> yeah. if anything, like sure maybe they made being sustainable quote, air quote kind yeah. of a trend. Yeah. So sure, people can bandwagon on it all they want, as long as they okay maybe there it looks cute in pictures yeah. and it's shiny it can be rose gold and all that yeah. It's so funny rose
0: that it, gold <laughs> yeah there were those and like it's so uh,
1: odd, everything <laughs> like there's even the silicone tips if, for people who want to bite their bite, straws yeah. like you, yeah. y'all really thought of everything <laughs> but is it really just the straw like guys d- dig deep like what is the real meaning because for me if you're out in public with a metal straw, it's like a statement that you believe in something. I mean, I mm-hmm. hope. Like, it maybe for some people or let's say restaurants, because obviously it seems fancier if you serve something in a metal straw compared to a plastic straw. True. But like, mm-hmm. what does it symbolize? Like, even if it started from a bandwagon, which I'm not yeah. mad about at all, like, okay, maybe you. Oh, oh, the only thing you have that is like, eco friendly is a metal straw, fine. <laughs> but like, go yeah. further. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what else can you do if you can deal with the inconvenience of having to wash a metal straw every time you drink mm-hmm. something or deal with the inconvenience of bringing it with you everywhere then mm-hmm. i'm sure you can stretch it out to an inconvenience of <clears throat> i don't know like let's say bringing bottled
0: water or your own water bottle or something like that for yeah drinks. always
1: being it's so it's so effortful honestly be like True when you effortful but then at the same time it's not exhausting when you mm. obviously you believe in or it's a cause that you yeah. believe in Definitely. because the effort is crazy like you, there's a lot of washing since everything <laughs> yeah. is
0: reusable a lot of it's washing so involved yeah there's a lot
1: of washing involved like let's say those reusable facial towels or yeah. whatever there's mm. a lot we can we can laugh at some cuz even some i feel like they're kind of they're kind of strange like <laughs>
0: Like like for example, I have this like borosilicate um lunchbox, so it's not technically glass, so it's not that impactful to you know sand sources or something right so but at the same time jesus christ the cleaning yeah it
1: it really does like yeah okay if i have let's say a shampoo even as simple as a shampoo bar you need to dry it after you use it or it'll shrink or it'll get soggy so it's all these things that you suddenly become more conscious about and it's a Mm. it's a challenge because it's mm-hmm. almost like asking you, are you really willing to go through all this trouble just to not buy another plastic shampoo bottle? And if the answer mm-hmm. is yes, then obviously, it's not that hard to do.
0: Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> also, I think there's this stigma because... Like, with regards to sustainable living, you know, um, I think we touched a bit about it. Like, you know, it's not for everyone, especially, you know, you can't ask someone who's a a family living below the poverty line because a lot of, you know, a lot of stigma, like some people who swear by sustainability say towards other people is like, oh yeah, buy in bulk, you know, um, uh, you know, Lessen your plastic waste, but obviously you can't say the same thing or say um um suggest the same course of action to, for example, a family that's living be- below the poverty paycheck line.
1: Paycheck to paycheck, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, um, do you think because I have my take on that, I'll 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 let you know my take. So, um, as your very anti-capitalist friend that you know, so I've yeah. always believed that you know sustainability individual acts for towards sustainability is always good but cor- yung, the corporations that are actually directly involved with the pollution the the excess the waste they should be held accountable for that because i think yes. the only reason why you know you know people have to live not, um, against zero waste or like very wastefully is because that's the only options those corporations give them that they can afford. So, per sempre, um, there's this, this following on Twitter, the Twitter universe that, (laughs) um, like sempre, yeah, that's true. You know, corporations should be held accountable, but it doesn't discredit the fact that individual actions still, still contribute to the whole movement but how do you think um what do you think um you know because we told um we already said that we are both coming from places of privilege and we can't say that uh, you we know because i think the my worry is that people would listen to this podcast and think uh, oh yeah this is like that's a good tip because you know um i think it's more important to like talk to Talk to us. Talk to them about like why you should consider it more than what you should do. Because, um, I lot yeah. there are a lot of vlogs out there that just say, okay, just get a straw, get a glass mug, you're good, and just don't throw away your toothbrush ever, or buy a wooden one, or something like that. And I think that's definitely not sustainable because chambray like. Things break or things just, you know, naturally last to the end of their lifespan. Uh-huh. So, yeah. How do you think? How can you... How do I say this? How would you um, meet halfway with regards to the stigma uh, of living sustainable, sustainably? Um, all of those decisions that, you know, aren't necessarily equally accessible to other people of different backgrounds and stuff like that. Um, How do you, like, think about that?
1: (laughs) I mean, it's it's so funny that you mentioned that uh, you should just have a jug and all that. I mean, I don't even own a bamboo... (laughs) Jug. <laughs> and also are we, let's let's just give a moment to laugh about the hydro flask oh it. my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> hydro flask, <laughs> I'm,
1: hydro flask is, i mean I'm dead. It, i mean it's great like if it gets rich people to buy insulated or thermal jugs great Amen. since it looks pretty it encourages you to like take it out all the time and yeah <laughs> use it all the time great but for me like I'm using a jug that one of my friends left in my house three years ago (laughs) and it's just made out of plastic and it's two liters and I don't read, I'm not really iffy about liquid temperature. So that works fine with me, you know, to each their own really, unless you really need something that preserves the temperature. I mean, again, like what you said, it's really not a one size fits all type of journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. there really are like external forces obviously working in and around us yeah. that we feel like do we really have a choice, or mm-hmm. is this just these are the choices presented to us? That's why we are living this way, right? Yeah, so even then, like you mentioned about buying in bulk, and that mm-hmm. really is the preferred way to do things so that Mm -hmm. obviously it's cheaper the packaging is less you need to go to the Mm -hmm. store less and you just refill but obviously in the philippines most people would have to buy like sachets shampoo sachets toothpaste sachets whatever it is because they are cheaper and because that's what they can afford and unfortunately it just so happens that it comes in plastic right and Since it seems so... I mean, it's so disposable. Literally, you can see that type of trash everywhere. And Mm -hmm. we can't just be preachy all around the house up in here saying... (laughs) Just why? Like, don't do that. You know, it's trash. You know, it's plastic. I mean, can they really help it? They're in a position where not a lot of choices are available to them. So, at the end of the day, it really has so much to do with accessibility Mm -hmm. and how... The truth is, we just have so many more options um, compared to, let's say, somebody who is living below the poverty line. And that's just really the dirty truth of it all. But Mm
0: -hmm. the thing
1: is, it's not like they're not practicing sustainability either. I mean, if anything, I feel like they treasure things the most. I feel like they make the most out of anything that they have, right? It just so happens that the way that they have to do that is through the things they can afford, which just so happens to be cheap plastic. Or, I mean, I don't... It's not even just plastic. I mean, imagine this, be Like, they're the majority of the the people who have to take public transport, right? Yeah. And they're the ones even helping in terms of carbon emissions because they use the public transport. I mean, if people, let's say, middle class and above afford cars there's gonna be one person in a car and you have a jug that's made out of bamboo so who's more morally correct i mean Amen. Am I right it's such a blurry line <laughs> and we can really <laughs> it's so funny talaga how how you think about it i mean it's just because of this notion that's been marketed to marketed to us that minimalism is black and white it's marble it's shiny it's all yeah. this and all that but who are the people really planting the herbs you're eating i mean True. i'm sure other people have their own gardens but who who are the people like planting the rice that your fancy organic rice that you're eating and is that even locally made or are you contributing to like imported things that require True. a lot of shipping and therefore more carbon emissions it's so complicated so yeah. i guess the way that i would just approach it is know where you are first like Mm -hmm. where do you sit in this spectrum of people and where how do you operate and what are your priorities and Mm -hmm. i mean we could all agree that nobody wants to waste we don't want to see another turtle with a straw up its (laughs) nose and all of that obviously so what can you do in your position now to help that in your own little way whatever you can afford or anything right Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's just that's just basically it. There is no forcing here. Like we're not yeah. trying. This is not like a cult where we're trying to convert mm-hmm. people. And this is the revelation. Like this <laughs> is not a novel idea. Like this should be yeah. something that is co- like common sense. Nobody wants to waste. We love turtles. Like we want to see the ocean blue. I mean, <laughs> obviously, yeah. why do you take vacations where there's so much nature and you go back to the city and then you go and make all this trash and eat fast food but your idea of a vacation is calm serene waters that you're not even contributing to conserve i mean yeah. make it I, make sense <laughs> make
0: it make senses
1: <laughs> make <laughs> but... it make sense we're all about <laughs> consistency here like
0: amen but yeah i think th- i think that's a really great point that um there's uh, i think sustainability yeah it's really a grey area but i think the main the main thing or the main mindset that you should have is that living more cons- like you're you've, you're giving more thought in the way you live yes, because not exactly. even if you're if you end up thinking that yeah you need to purchase this thing or you really need to get that thing at least you thought about it like there wasn't a point that you just said oh yeah, I'll just get whatever I need without considering if I really need it. So I think...
1: Exactly.
0: Behind everything, behind all of that, is just understanding that... And I think, yeah, I think the only reason why it became um such a problem is because of how how consumerism and how capitalism branded, you know, the, the best way to live, like, is to have more than what you need and all of that. And... I think um because you also told me about like how susta- living sustainability sustainably can actually be linked to, you know, this up and coming dinner you know, up and coming per se, but um it's been there for a while but it's slowly gaining popula- pop- popularity population amp. But hope's popu- not, hope
1: it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, um you told me about how sustainab- sustainability can be linked into um the minimalist lifestyle so can you tell us more about that and how how do you say that
1: I mean it's just so beautiful how well for my personal journey it kind of just interconnected so well and it made yeah. sense mm-hmm. I mean you can be super eco-friendly and have a lot of things that's fine but <laughs> the way I approach it I mean if they're all important and useful fine but for me, evaluate. Look at your Shopee and your Lazada app. How many things are in that Oof. <laughs> to be delivered? I'm looking at all of y'all, even me. I'm looking at myself in the mirror.
0: Call out evaluate. culture is real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, will this bring temporary satisfaction? Are you just bored? Um, what will this what is your intention in buying this item? Is it important? Like how will this change your life? Or mm. is this something that is just trendy that is you're gonna get over it in like a week so if you take some time to just think about all these things before you purchase it you become more responsible that's why there's like a term responsible consumerist like read the label read the back look at the nutritional facts and all that i mean Mm -hmm. i feel that we have that type of social responsibility as a community and as a whole to be Mm -hmm. able to do that but the idea of minimalism isn't radical at all like i'm pretty sure without like even knowing we all practice it in some way obviously everyone likes to save money everyone is always and the best way that they can right like let's maximize whatever ulam we have to the ratio of rice or whatever it is like we're <laughs> yeah. always doing it without even knowing it so it's definitely not like this radical idea but i just wanted to talk about it so that we can put a name to it and there, there's this concept that is affirmed in all of us i mean i'm pretty sure you're already thinking of so many other ways yeah. that this can be done and even your body um, practices it. I mean, yeah. your body's not gonna expend ATP on anything not important, <laughs> right? <Amen. laughs> like, this yeah. is your body makes does it the best. Even, like, in microbiology, like, you mentioned that you didn't even have to stay in the start.
0: i was <laughs> sorry. I, mean, there's I just wanted thing, to let them know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's this thing called, like, I'm sure you know it also be it, the minimum inhibitory concentration.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. So, it's about... <laughs>
0: I can yeah, it so it's voice. about... um, But l- <laughs> you tell me about it.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to read it from Google. <laughs>
0: Amen. All right. Because okay. I M-IC it's been a while, which is... It's
1: basically where you just... It's this practice where you take the minimum amount of concentration of antibiotic it takes for mm-hmm. it to be effective against a certain strain of bacteria. Mm-hmm. So obviously, let's say... Um 10% of this antibiotic is enough Enough. to kill a bacteria. Why would you sell anything that is at 20%? Like if it already does the job. Yeah. Those things. And I mean, if you're really capitalist, wouldn't you want to like maximize? It's so funny the term. Like you're being minimalist by maximizing what (laughs) you own and maximizing everything to its Core, and it's about needing just less. And towards Mm. the end, the things that you do own, you just minimize it in the end as your Mm. responsibility. And you commit to the things you purchase. Like, you cannot just half ass buy something. Yeah. And because honestly, Think of the first trash you ever have in this world. Maybe <laughs> your diaper. Yeah. Surprise. It's still, it's still in this planet, guys. It still looks <laughs> like that. It hasn't biodegraded at all. Because mm-hmm. fabric like polyester and all this takes like 5,000 years to uh, yeah. degrade. And if you just think about everything that you've... All the trash you've ever made still being on this earth. I don't know if it's just me or my mind, but that creeps me out. Like, it shouldn't be in the trash. It should be something else, or it should be back into nature, so that it's a type of circular way of living. It shouldn't be linear, where you buy it and then it ends in the trash. Because at the end of the day, like all we're gonna be, all we're gonna be surrounded by is just trash.
0: Yeah, I think I also think that's the main misconception about both minimalism and sustainability is like um it doesn't necessarily mean i mean um because there's this image of minimalism like what um empty spaces like bare bare closets or something like that
1: but yeah or like i only wear a white shirt and yeah. black pants I'm a cartoon character
0: <laughs> <laughs> but i think yeah i think that's the main misconception about it because um minimalism mi- minimalism to me uh, the way you talked about it and the way I I actually watched that documentary that you suggested on Netflix so if you guys, yeah, guys
1: watch it yeah guys minimalist yeah
0: it's really good but I didn't get to finish it so my bad <laughs> but
1: <laughs> finish <yeah>. it though <laughs>
0: yes I will but you know the the one thing I picked up of it out of it is that um. Minimalism not doesn't necessarily mean having, you know, um, having an empty closet or something like that. But, yeah. je- technically, just having exactly what you need, um, um. Yeah. So you have a a jacket for when you're cold. You have a formal cl- whatever for formal events. Like all of the things have inherent value and inherent use, and yeah, I think. I think if capitalism actually just reorients a bit, I'm not giving, I'm not saying that capitalism can be redeemed at all because
1: it can't. But honestly, be I mean, right now we're doing bartering a lot in this quarantine season. Right. We can we'll talk about what the hell I've been doing in quarantine. <laughs> but yeah, you were saying.
0: Yeah, so I think if capitalism just reorients a bit, because I think all their current you know how capitalism works now is just like get it get it out there so we can like earn the most but yeah you know having that surplus of the things or um products out there and not being maximized it just it's it's still a waste even for a capitalist even if they've already like um you know I've already um earned from that sale and everything but think about it in this way that there's this amount of product unused that you could have sold more of it um and i think if people think about it think about it that way that um you know um minimalism and sustainability isn't just having nothing basically not having anything apart from you know like a single chair and a blanket or something like that. Like I ca- I yeah. keep remembering. You know that scene from SpongeBob where he wasn't allowed to get out, and all, all he had for friends was like a a chip, a, a pet, coin, a
1: chip, <laughs> and, a a coin and a tissue. <laughs> I, like, I, I and think, that was just fine.
0: <laughs> and I was like, um, uh, I think that's the fear of people who live a minimal, want to look into living minimalistically or sustainably, yes. but. Um. Yeah, I think... This... I'm not
1: saying... Yeah, like, it's not saying that get rid of all your shit. If you have yeah. more shit, you're a bad person. <laughs> it's just about keeping the things that mean something to you. And I don't also understand why there's such a shame put on people who repeat clothes. I mean, if anything, I'll be like, yeah. ooh, she, re- she washed that shit. <laughs> She's, like, getting the most out of her money with that yeah. shirt that I've seen 10 times. Like, keep Amen. wearing that shirt because... Oh my God, if we even start talking about fast fashion, it could be the entire podcast. Like (laughs) how uh, things, I mean, trends are happening weekly and people get over clothes fast. Things get out of of fashion really fast. And what do you do with the... Yeah. With the... um, What's a really trendy thing? What do you do with the skater skirt that you wore in college?
0: Or... <laughs> oh my god, skater skirts. Everyone wore what? that. Oh lord. I wanted right? to wear that. Check
1: <laughs> I mean, what do you do with that now that you're over it? Yeah. So it's more about keeping things that are more permanent to mm-hmm. you. And if they're not, then give it away. Don't just yeah. keep it. That's the thing.
0: I think... Well that's a good podcast episode for future. I think fast fashion yeah definitely in itself is its own topic and Yeah,
1: let's come for them com- <laughs> cor- corporations. Dude. Yeah, let's
0: go forever 21 I see you though. Uniqlo. <laughs> don't don't start we're looking
1: at you <laughs> honey like H&M.
0: call out culture is real
1: <laughs> like how come when you guys go on sale the shirt that's 800 pesos you can sell for 200 like oh. you're still earning money like Why?
0: <laughs> make it it's make sense
1: trends. it's the trends Amen. But, yeah it's really just about living a slow intentional and meaningful life and it's not we're not just talking about like material things. Yeah. I think it's also the same with your mind. Yeah. Like if you clear out all that clutter or unnecessary overthinking, let's say like what is it really doing for you, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's And a, yeah.
0: That's a nice way to think about it. Yeah. Um because um I think people keep um think that being sustainable or living minimalist Minimal, minimalist
1: whatever I
0: mean. <laughs> that word is I think it's all when they think about it, it's so, something that's always external to themselves, but that's a good way to think yeah. about it Like it's something that you can apply to how you think about yourself, how you think about others, and how you th- treat yourself, because I think if people start thinking about living sustainably in a more personal way, I think that's a really great way to you know, get into it, but yeah, um, so yeah, um, but so Jill, It really,
1: it's yeah more on like um creating space in your head and your life mm-hmm. for things that matter the most, and you Definitely. once you create that space out of clearing your mind of all that clutter or things you're worried about that you shouldn't be spending so much worry on, mm-hmm. you tend to focus or you bring your attention more to um things that are, what do you call it, more valuable but then yeah. are also priceless.
0: Yeah, definitely. Which are
1: like people, experiences, all that, abstract mm-hmm. things. And yeah. it also, it so perfectly aligns with Whatever we're talking about about sustainability, because mm-hmm. it's about being like one like one one with everything around us, because it's not just yeah. nature, it's not just the things we own, it's ourselves, and we're not mm-hmm. coming like we're not preaching about something that we know so much of, and other people are just trash for not doing it, mm-hmm. but we recognize that we're among among things at all times and not above we're not above anything like we're not above yeah. nature we're um what do you call it? It's cooperating with it or cohabitating with it so why yeah. do we act as if we it's serving yeah. us like yeah. nature is serving like we're us not responsible
0: when... for it or something like that yeah. yeah
1: yeah but in truth it's like it's serving us as well like yeah. it's so interconnected and it just i think comes with a lot of reflexes that we've learned yeah. that type of programming where, okay, I'm just gonna buy this. Okay, oh, it yeah. came with a paper bag, whatever, I'll throw the paper bag. <laughs> just say it. Just say it. Don't, I can put it in my pocket. Like, guys, yeah. let's, let's think about these things a little more. Yeah. I mean, I have so much freaking paper bags here that I can't wait to reuse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that's a good, that's definitely a good way to think about it. You know, being co-responsible, not just you know, it's like a give and take with regards to the environment and yourself. So that's a good way to think about it. Like, if the Earth did half of what we've done to it, to us, I think, (laughs) I don't think would be okay. So, um... I mean,
1: Mother Nature is hella heartless and it really (laughs) is gonna let you know what you did to it sooner (laughs) or later, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, Jill, I think right before we end, um, because we've been talking about... Minimalism and sustainability and very you know like feely ways like you know like like the principle <laughs> behind it, and I think a lot of people would I hope at by, at this point of the podcast would actually be really interested into doing little things like starting with little things. So, um, I know that you're not just you know the metal straw girl that I I knew when I back in 2016. So yeah. <laughs> So I've I uh, I. Do you have any, like, suggestions on where to start? Like, how you personally started? Um, what what uh, what did you do? What did you start with? Like, um, what do you suggest that it's easy to start? Or what do you think um, it's nice to do well, with regards to that? Mm-hmm.
1: Personally, like, what my personal journey is, and it doesn't have to come in any order at all. Like, yeah. basically, just for me. Mm-hmm. um, I just assessed what i didn't need this is in Mm -hmm. terms of like decluttering especially in the context of quarantine where we're all stuck at home and we're all just staring at our stuff um i just started selling clothes online or Mm -hmm. i started having garage sales like i've been really close to my neighbors lately and we've been super hardcore (laughs) into bartering food that we make at home like i know everyone out there is baking bread so like <laughs> <should> so <laughs> that we don't have to buy from like big ass bakeries that maybe don't even need all that income. Yeah. So that in the community, I just say start small, start with your family, start mm-hmm. with your neighbors, exchange stuff with people. Yeah. And it's all just gonna fall into place. Like for me, I started um by going to these Sunday markets or these bazaars that only was mm-hmm. selling like Um, handmade things or thoughtfully made things natural things made by real people you know that took labor to do and not just like a factory to make so Mm -hmm. I met so many people in these bazaars who were selling like what do I own let's say a menstrual cup and that's I mean that's a whole other topic uh, altogether. Mm -hmm. but like that's one transition that I also was comfortable to make I mean Mm -hmm. guys start reading about it. I know it sounds weird and everything, but do <laughs> we'll consider it. Um yeah. And what else did I get into? Oh, like, let's say if you're gonna get waxed, which I, we have done <laughs> together, be <laughs>
0: Multiple times, yes. I
1: mean, um, instead of using waxing strips, like, I would just get sugared because yeah. there's no, right? No it's ways. not electrical. there's yeah. It's not chemical. There's no waxing strips. It's literally just sugar and your hair. Yeah. So, those, yeah. those are, like, super small, mindful things that you can do. Yeah. Um, Whenever I go to a hotel or I check in somewhere and there's, like, free shampoo or free toothbrushes, I don't need another toothbrush if mine's fine. So, I would mm-hmm. just donate those, like, redirect those yeah. materials. Um, and I also... I'm also guilty of, like, driving around a lot. Uh, I yeah. will admit that. Mm-hmm. But then I guess I've offset that by offering carpooling. Or I always yeah. tell people that they could ride with me. Like Since college, and, yeah. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ, it could be a whole series of, like, <laughs> me getting lost to wherever. And, I mean, it helped with my, my sense of direction. But, yeah, yeah, carpooling is great. Like, I've also met so many... People just through carpooling, like if I drive from Laguna to Quezon City or whatever, stuff like that. Yeah. And it really just boils down to so much research because the problem is the accessibility of, mm-hmm. like, my friends. I have a lot of friends who always ask, like, gel, where do we throw this away or how do I get rid of this the best way? Because mm-hmm. the, the thing is, like, people are not exposed, commonly exposed to, like, avenues. To participate in these things. So it's really not about starting an initiative. Like, this is not a new initiative at all. Mm. But it's more on, like, supporting and amplifying initiatives and avenues that already exist. Because we don't need to be renaming this idea a hundred times just for it to sound new. We need to, like, all come together and just support the same thing that we all believe in together. So I don't... I just... Um follow and re- follow a lot of people who do the same thing and if they have places where they can get rid of it um, yeah. responsibly, I ask so many people to um d- uh, get rid of it the same way. like, like for example, elect electrical waste, scratch paper, mm-hmm. plastic bottles, there's yeah. so many initiatives that already do this, or let's say mm-hmm. I know a, a startup that's like, accepting used bras or guys yeah. who accepts donated hair like i'm going around asking yeah. people to cut their hair so that you can donate <laughs> it you know it's so yeah. funny but those things and the, the way i've done it and i mean i'm not nowhere near the end like there's no absolute way of achieving this yeah. idea i mean i admit I still drive, I still get food delivered, I still shop online, I still Mm -hmm. own things from Forever 21, (laughs) I still use my aircon, like, I am not, like, I'm not coming from this messianic place where I got it, but I do kind of offset that by, let's say, you can do something as small as Meatless Mondays, maybe, or... I've tried to go vegan a few times or at least quit beef a few times too. I mean, it's about the effort and the intention of what you want to do and then you have to follow it through with actually committing to it, really. So we can really say all of these things but sometimes it just feels so much like we're preaching in an echo chamber because who is is this really going to reach, right? Sometimes it makes me feel so uh, helpless because Mm -mm. people who... Might not, might not even know about that idea mm. that are so far removed from the realities of the world, and yeah. I really just—it's all about awareness. you mm. responsible researching, yeah. and don't buy another Hydro Flash <laughs> just because it's—it came out in a mermaid color. Like mermaid it's more color. about.
0: <laughs> oh God! Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not about like. Uh, like okay great it's a recyclable bottle but then it's more about replacing than adding
0: <laughs> yeah so,
1: get off right? tiktok
0: boys and girls stop <laughs> buying those dolphin shorts
1: <laughs> i mean i i really don't want to cover it but it's just so funny sometimes so it's just really fuel <laughs> yeah the initiatives that i want to mention that like i for some way like please somebody look at Somewhere I'm gonna post it. La- yeah. All the places where you can get rid of all your stuff. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think p- that would be really, really great.
0: Yeah, yeah. We can actually, uh, whatever initiatives are like, um, like what you would suggest, we can put it in the, I'll put it in the episode description. So all of those initiatives that you talked about, like the Nathan, yeah, and these bras, all and of that. We- yeah, we can link it to them so that you know people who want to start and are not sure like maybe they like connected to your example so far yeah i think um it's nice to direct them to that also um i think yeah just to uh, like i guess wrap it up and you know how we can push more people to understand the importance of this is that um i think it's just a being a responsible person i think a lot of people um think that when you talk about responsibility is just you being um towards other people and um things external to yourself but if you yeah. think about sustainability as you being a responsible um for you know for yourself and your Whole, your being because being sustainable taking care of the environment takes care indirectly of yourself like um you make your yeah. you know you get cleaner air you get better quality of life because the environment is good the people are um everyone else is living in a circular um economy or so i think that's what it's called like everything goes around and you know it's maximized yeah and, um understanding where you fall into that is that you are the person that has the power to keep that cycle going and um you can do it any way you want, you can you can think of you can um donate your newspapers you can um Take one shower a day, or something like that, and... or
1: shower with somebody like, oh that's yeah, a joke, but like that works, yeah,
0: amen. I mean, showering with somebody is the best way. <laughs> I think water actually that's it that's the that's the, the key, <laughs> that's the key, actually. I think we that's can save the, the world, thing. yeah, that's sustainability in a nutshell. shower with someone else people or maybe multiple people. <laughs> mm, we do not judge, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. What works, right? <laughs> at, at yes. the end of the day um, corporations I hope y'all are listening um, <laughs>
1: I don't think they're listening I <laughs> cry for help Do We have eh, to no? write them a letter <laughs> I'ma write a letter
0: <laughs> Dear Mr. Was. Corporate <laughs> Manager Miss,
1: Dear Mr. Harper I <laughs> am a white woman in America <laughs> Guys so. we all know yeah, what that is because <laughs> <White culture>. chicks.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, sustainability. It's something a lot of people think that's you know supposed to be this big change, but like what we've been talking about, it's really not. It's just shifting the way you think and yeah, looking at the world in a different way and
1: yeah. Yeah. A more encompassing way. And also be before we end, I also want to acknowledge that it's September and Filipinos are going crazy because it's apparently Christmas. Yeah. But Merry before Christmas, y'all me. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> but I'm more excited for Halloween. But <laughs> I just also wanna bring up that um with all the gift giving that's about to happen, or maybe that what's not about to happen given our Situation. climate <laughs> yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: right now. Um let's be mindful in our gift-giving because you know how you have this estranged Ninang or Nino <laughs> who doesn't know you at all and gets, like, your shoe size wrong but gives you shoes anyway? Like, how... Like, imagine just how wasteful that is and how <laughs> yeah. you're just able to say, oh, okay, basta nabigyan ko na siya ng gift. Like, that's fine. The thought is there. Mm-hmm. But, like, why not gift something more intangible? Like let's get massages together or let's uh, buy you a gift certificate to a place that you really like. I mean, it's so thoughtful when you get a gift. And you that you can tell that the person knows you so well. Yeah. Because it's not something... It's not a mug. <laughs> hey, I like and mugs. And it's not... I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you like mugs, B, I'll give you a mug. Because then apparently you <laughs> like mugs. But, like, guys, ease up on the Christmas wrappers. Like, I mean... They're yeah. taking it off anyway, and it's only like a two-second gratification <laughs> that it looks shiny. Yeah. All of those things. And every season, you can always practice this, even especially Christmas. Mm -hmm. So that's just another example of how you can practice it too. Especially now, I feel like we should mention it because (laughs) Christmas and shopping in the Philippines, crazy.
0: It's an institution and (laughs) (laughs) it's literally like... A phenomenon that you know—it is
1: a phenomenon, especially <laughs> last year. Oh Jesus. my god!
0: A force to be reckoned with, and
1: like you wouldn't <laughs> ha- catch me dead in a mall on a December in the Philippines. <laughs> Jesus Amen. Christ!
0: But yeah, um... so, toys
1: are us. Is like uh, it's, it's hell like on our Earth. Watsons now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, um... oh god, Watsons. Yeah, and that's where my salary <laughs> goes to die. And, but yeah, we'll change that and you know make more discerning purchases moving forward. <laughs> I hope. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> not really about who does more. It's, yeah. it's about who's doing something, at least mm. something. And yeah. I hope it's all of us. So there's that.
0: Definitely. So yeah, I think that's a pretty good way to end the podcast. But B, thank you so much for... Talking about no, this. thank
1: you. <laughs> this is so fun. I can go on for hours. I know to spin off. Like, <laughs> we yeah, just, have to just talk about this. <laughs> yeah, but, I yeah. mean,
0: um, for those of you who don't know us as friends, but me and Jill are <laughs> legendary for hour-long conversations and just. I remember in college, we would just sit outside of her condo in Katipunan and we would just talk and we would just talk for hours until we had to go up or we were hungry. It's...
1: yep. It's just, Like, where does it start? Where does it end? No I one knows. Know. I don't Where's know. The topic? I don't know if we even end the podcast. How do you end the phone call? I don't
0: know. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so for the benefit of our listeners... So I think we can end yeah. there. But Jill, thank you so much for sharing our um your passions with regards to sustainable living and all of the things you've been doing so far. I think a lot You're of
1: welcome, B.
0: <laughs> I think a lot a lot of our listeners will be able to you know relate a bit uh, especially now that we've cleared it up a bit for them hopefully. I hope it made sense you guys. I mean, yeah. we're not known for, you know, cohesiveness. <laughs> When we talk to each other, but welcome
1: to the brain fart episode.
0: (laughs) This is Ian and Jel's brain fart episode, basically. (laughs) Topic sustainability or something like that. Or Something like
1: (laughs) sustainability, (laughs) etc.
0: Iyan. So thank you so much, Jel, and I hope you you'd guess in that future episodes we'll Mm. we'll talk about it. (laughs) And yeah, um. You know we're always guys. Be don't talking forget
1: about that. <laughs> to look at the. Don't forget to look at the description about the initiatives, though. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright. So yeah. Um. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to tea time at Ian. Um. I told you about last. Uh, I told you last episode that this is the start. You know, la- The last episode was the start, of the. Um, continuous. No more breaks in between because the last episode before episode three, I was like four weeks apart. So no, none, none of that anymore. We're gonna be a consistent person. We're trying to change that. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to Tea Time with Ian. I actually for next episode, I have a very exciting episode, um, lined up. It's actually gonna. Start with a lot of changes with the podcast. Kait ka start ng daming ng changes, sure. Pero we're gonna talk more about that. You know how the podcast has been going, and you know we'll wait and see. But once again, guys, this was Tea Time with Ian, and till the next time, bye guys.
1: Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, okay, naman yun. Okay, <laughs> yun di ba ganon may mga podcast?
1: Okay, Check. I ho- yeah, I I hope you don't have a lot to edit. Jesus Christ, how long were we going? We're at one hour nine minutes. <laughs>